Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. song that's been in my spirit and for some of you newbies and youngins it's old school (laughs) but it's a classic and it's a favorite hey Gary Green yeah Jesus my God come on now hey of glory divine yeah good morning Air of salvation, yeah. Purchase of God. Come on now. Born of His Spirit, washed in His blood. Yeah. This is my soul. My God. This is my soul. Yeah. Praising my Savior all the day long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my song. Yeah, Nisi, I'm telling you, my God. This is my song. Yeah. Praising my Savior all the day long. Yeah. I feel like, come on, sing it. Submission, my God. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, angels descending. My, 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 my. Thank you, thank you. Echoes of mercy, of love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my song. Yeah. Praising my Savior all the day long. Come on, Cece. This is my story, yeah, this is my song, yeah, 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 praising my Savior 
all the day long. Yeah, Mama Sandra. Praising my Savior all the day long. My God. Praising my Savior all the day long. My, 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 my. Praising my Savior all the day long. My God. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. That is Blessed Assurance by C.C. Widens. Praising my Savior all the day long perfect submission jesus perfectly submitted to god and i don't know about you but i am so grateful for his submission i'm so grateful for what he did for us on the cross i'm so grateful for grace i'm so grateful for mercy i'm so grateful for his love i'm so grateful for divine power for intervention for everything that has happened because I'll jack some stuff up. I've jacked some stuff up and the blood just comes right on in and washes that clean. And if you don't understand the power of the blood and the power of who Jesus is, you'll stay stuck in the same situations, in the same environment, thinking you don't have victory, thinking God isn't hearing you, thinking God isn't listening, and God hears absolutely every word. He's seen uh, everything you've done. He's heard your prayers. He was going to bless you regardless of the circumstance and the, and the situation, and that has got to be your resolve because he is a good, good father. You got to understand your righteousness and what the blood does um because when we don't know our righteousness that's the only reason we begin to repeat behaviors behaviors are repeated because we don't even understand our righteousness or the glory of the god that's on our lives and that's activated through grace through faith through jesus christ and so it's easy to be repetitive sometimes people will be like well, why am i repeating some of the same same mistakes and it's just you don't understand your righteousness and how it's applied to every circumstance and situation. Because if you, because if you understood your righteousness, it, you'll understand it breaks you out of mistakes. It breaks you out of repetitive power, a circumstance. It'll pull you into everything you need to do. Now, it's uncomfortable sometimes. But when it pulls us, it pulls us right along. And the things that are not God begin to fall off. And the things that are like God. Uh, begin to manifest in our life, but you got to understand your righteousness and you have to take your righteousness by faith. It's not a uh, feel it. Uh, it's not a feel it type thing. It's not a feel it type thing. Let's get into the devotional. Let's get into prayer today. But if y'all do me a favor, just just take a couple of minutes and just bless God. Just bless his holy name. Just praise him. Just magnify him. You don't have to have music to bless God. You ain't got to have, you just bless his name. Just praise him. Just thank you for something this morning. Let's just open up the heavens with our praise. Let's just magnify him corporately together. I just thank you, Lord, for waking us up this morning. I thank you, Lord God, for having me in my right mind. I thank you for your very presence. I thank you for the very breath of God. Breathe on me, breathing on 
every circumstance on every situation lord god i thank you god that you go before me today i thank you father god that everything every even unforeseen danger father god you're protecting me from it i thank you you're already working out everything on my behalf i thank you you're already in the job i thank you you're already in the car i thank you you're already in the highway i thank you you're already in the schools lord god i thank you that you're waking my children up this morning and that they're choosing you. I'm thanking you for grace. I'm thanking you for mercy. I'm thanking you for food. I'm thanking you for shelter. I'm thanking you, Father God, for gas in my tank and a car. And I thank you for ministry and I thank you for my purpose and I thank you for each and every individual that's coming in contact with this devotional and I thank you for your love for us Lord God and how it was demonstrated through Jesus and how amazing Jesus is and how awesome the Holy Spirit is that he leaves us without uh, anything Lord God I thank you for wisdom I thank you for knowledge I thank you for understanding I thank you for allowing me to be a mother and I thank you Father God for the time that you gave me as I I was a wife and I thank you Father God for calling me into ministry Lord God and I thank you for teaching me how to serve and I thank you for teaching me your word and I thank you for teaching me the power of my words and I thank you Father God for giving us authority on this earth Father God and I thank you Lord God for just making us right standing Lord God I thank you for purpose I thank you for vision I thank you for clarity I thank you for Javen Jalil Jermaine Josiah and Judah Zayden Lyric Logan and Shiloh Father God I thank you, Father God, that they are my inheritance. They are my reasonable portion. I thank you, Father God, for grace. I thank you for a whole lot of grace. And I thank you, Lord God, for mercy, Lord God. And I thank you for being... Adonai, for being King of Kings, for being the great I am, for being the Prince of Peace. Father God, for being all I need in every circumstance and situation. And today, Father God, I just see you as Father. I see you as Father because you said you are a Father to the fatherless, and I thank you for that. And I thank you for taking care of the widows. And I thank you, Father God, for being over the government. And I thank you for being ruler over everything. And I thank you for being El Shaddai, that you you are more than enough. I thank you for great peace flooding into our lives and we take comfort in you. Father God, I pray a special prayer today and I stand in the gap for every widow, every widow that's lost her husband. And I thank you, Father God, you are restoring her, Lord God, because according to Isaiah 61, you said you would give us beauty for ashes, Lord God, oil, Father God, enjoy in the morning. So we thank you that their morning has come and that this is the day, Lord God, that the garment of heaviness is released from their life. Every spirit of depression, every everything that came against them, everything that made them think that their lives had ended. I thank you. You're giving them purpose, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, for even filling in the places and providing husbands for those who desire to get married again, Lord God, and that they don't feel like it's a bad thing because they want to move on, Lord God. I thank you they are living according to purpose and word. And I thank you, Father God, that you're meeting every need in their life because according to your word, you take care of the widows, Lord God. So if they are lacking absolutely anything, Lord God, let them be strengthened by your word and let them be strengthened according to faith and let them be strengthened according According to purpose and let them understand that their life has not ended, Father God, just because this season has changed. 
my God, just because this season has changed. Fill them with your purpose. Fill them with your glory, Lord God. Give them evident and light that you are near. I thank you for grace. I plead the blood of Jesus over this devotional. I take authority over every principality, every demonic spirit, anything that does not align with the word of God. You are submitted right now in the name of Jesus. I cast off all spirit of fear, doubt, jealousy, discord, strife, contentions, dissensions, lewdness, crudeness, sexual immorality, Father God, and I thank you, Father God, we are chew- we are walking, eating, living, and breathing in the fruits of the Spirit, joy, love, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, and gentleness, and self-control. And I charge your people, Father God, today to go forth in victory, my God, in Jesus' name, amen. Victory today in Jesus' name, amen. Uh, let me read two scriptures over you. Um, I just like I just like to be sensitive. We're going to read a few scriptures and then we're going to get into the devotional today. If this is your first time logging on, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Akeisha. I'm your girl, LMJ. I'm your host for today. And we were just taking time to praise God. You need to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and enter into his course with praise. If you haven't thanked God for something, I'm going to admonish you while I'm reading this. Just thank God. Just start thinking of all the things for you to be grateful for. I just want to read a few scriptures over you today. It's better to pray the scriptures than it's better to pray anything. And so I want to read, um, Psalms 91 and Isaiah 61 over you. It says, those who live in the shelter, and this is the NLT version, of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I just believe you're going to find your rest today. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him. For he will rescue me from every trap and protect me from every deadly disease. He will cover me with his feathers, his shelter. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are my armor and my protection. Do not be afraid of the terror at night, nor the arrow that flies in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though ten thousand are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the most high your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home, for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on the stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them and a long life will I give them my salvation. My God, thank you for writing that song, David, to encourage us. This is Psalms 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation, so why should I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress, protecting me from danger, so why should I tremble? When evil people come to devour me, when my enemies and foes attack me, they will stumble and fall. Though a mighty army surrounds me, my heart will not be afraid. Even if I'm attacked, I will remain confident. The one thing I ask of the Lord, the thing I seek most, is to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Delighting in the Lord's perfections and meditating in his temple, for he will conceal me 
God will cover you up. God will cover you up from your enemies. God will not put you in a position where you're exposed or anything. For he will conceal me there when troubles come. He will hide me in his sanctuary. He will place me out of reach on a high rock. Then I will hold my head high above my enemies who surround me at his sanctuary. I will offer sacrifices with shouts of joy, singing and praising the Lord with music. Hear me as I pray, O Lord. Be merciful and answer me. My heart has heard you say, come and talk with me. And my heart responds, Lord, I am coming. Do not turn your back on me. Do not reject your servant in anger. You have always been my helper. Do not leave me now. Don't abandon me. Oh God of my salvation, even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord will hold me close. Teach me how to live, oh Lord. Lead me along the right path for my enemies are waiting for me. Do not let me fall into their hands for they accuse me of things I've never done. With every breath, they threaten me with violence. Yet I am confident I will see the Lord's goodness where I am here in the land of the living. Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. Man, all you need, your answers for every circumstance and situation is in the word of God. You just got to pray. And when you're feeling burdened and consumed and overwhelmed, pray the word of God. Take it by faith. Keep praying it until something moves. Just stand steadfast in that. This is Isaiah 61. It says, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me for the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me Lakeisha to comfort the brokenhearted and to proclaim that captives will be released and prisoners will be freed. He has sent me to all those who mourn that the time of the Lord's favor has come and with it the day of God's anger against their enemies. To all who mourn in Israel, he will give a crown of beauty for ashes, a joyous blessing instead of mourning, festive praise instead of despair. In their righteousness, they will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for his own glory. They will rebuild the ancient ruins, repairing cities the strong long ago. That means you're going to have some power and some authority when he restores you. They will revive them, though they have been deserted for many generations. Foreigners will be your servants. They will feed your flocks and plow your fields and tend to your vineyards. You will be called priests of the Lord, ministers of our God. You will feed on the treasures of the nations and boast in their riches instead of shame and dishonor. You will enjoy a double share of honor. You will possess a double portion of prosperity in your land and everlasting joy will be yours. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. I will faithfully reward my people for their suffering and make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants will be recognized and honored among the nations. Everyone will realize that they are a people the Lord has blessed. I'm overwhelmed with joy in the Lord, my God, for he has dressed me with the clothing of salvation and draped me in the robe of righteousness. I'm like a bridegroom in his wedding suit or a bride with her jewels. The sovereign Lord will show his justice to the nations of the world. Everyone will praise him. His righteousness will be like a garden in early spring with plants springing up every where everywhere give you one more thing thank you holy spirit uh, 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 uh. proverbs 3 um five and six trust in the lord with all your heart do not depend on your own understanding seeking his will in all you do and he will show you which path which path to take i like something in the seventh verse that we don't focus on it says don't be impressed with your own wisdom 
<laughs> I had to lean back on that one. It says, don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Don't think you know it all. Don't think you understand it all. Don't think you conceived it all. Don't be impressed with your own position. Don't be impressed with your own authority. Don't be impressed. It says, don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Then you will have healing for your body and strength for your bones. So if you don't have healing in your body and strength for your bones, you got to check whether or not you're being impressed with your own wisdom, instead of fearing the Lord and turning away from evil. Then the ninth verse says, honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything you produce, right? The best part of everything you produce. Then he will fill your barns with grain and your vats will overflow with new wine. My God. The 11th verse says, my child, don't reject the Lord's discipline and don't be upset when he corrects you. For the Lord corrects those he loves, just as a father corrects a child in whom he delights. Joyful is the person who finds wisdom, the one who gains understanding. For wisdom is more profitable than silver, and her wages are better than gold. Wisdom is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. She offers you long life in her right hand and riches and honor in her left. She will guide you down delightful paths. All her ways are satisfying. Wisdom is a tree of light to those who embrace her. Happy are those who hold her tightly. By wisdom, the Lord founded the earth. By understanding, he created the heavens. By his knowledge, the deep fountains of the earth bust forth and the dew settles beneath the night sky. My child, don't lose sight of common sense and discernment. Hang on to them for they will refresh your soul. They are like jewels on a necklace. They keep you safe on your way and your feet will not stumble. You can go to bed without fear and you, my God, and you will lie down and sleep soundly. You need not be afraid of sudden disaster or the destruction that comes upon the wicked for the Lord is your security. I'm about, I want to shout right there. I want to shout right there. I want to shout right there. For the Lord is your security. He will keep your foot from being caught in the trap. Do not withhold good from those who deserve it when it's in your power to help them. If you can help your neighbor now, don't say come back tomorrow and then I'll help you. Don't plot harm against your neighbor. For those who live nearby, trust you. Don't pick a fight without reason when no one has done you harm. Don't envy violent people or copy their ways. Such wicked people are detestable to the Lord, but he offers his friendship to the godly. The Lord curses the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the upright. The Lord mocks the mockers, but is gracious to the humble. The wise inherit honor, but fools are put to shame. My God. I love this. So don't be oppressed. That if you don't, if you, I always stick a pen in something. And when I mean stick a pen in something, I use that and meditate on that for the day. And so for me, Proverbs 3 and 7 stuck out. I'm putting a pen in that. I'm going to meditate on that. And I'm going to ask the Lord, show me where I've been impressed with my own wisdom. Show me where I've been impressed with my own wisdom. Because if I'm impressed with my own wisdom, then according to Solomon, I'm not going to fear the Lord, Lord and turn away from evil. I'm going to still keep operating and acting in my own strength. Well, if I'm operating and acting in my own strength, then I'm not going to get the benefit of what's next in this scripture. It says you will have healing for your body and strength for your bones. My God, there's so much wisdom. So if you get time today, 
You need to just meditate on Proverbs 3, especially that seventh verse, and say, my God, where have I? Where have I been wise in my own eyes? Because actually the scripture tells us do not be wise in our own eyes, right? And then there's another part of that scripture that says shun the very presence of evil. So there's so much meat and richness in that. I hope you chew on that today. Like I hope you stick a pen and say, wait a minute, let me chew on that today. Um, whoo, that was good. I'm like, oh my gosh, that was good, Lord. That was good. That that's good. That's all you right there. That's that's good. Let me meditate on that proverbs today. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. All you got to do is ask him, where have I been using my own wisdom? Where have I been using my own wisdom in relationships? Where have I been using my own wisdom in finances? Where have I been using my own wisdom? Where have I been letting my emotions and other things rule and not allowing you to take over the situation? Where have I been using my own wisdom in my purpose, in my future? And he'll reveal a thing. If you'll set, set, set something, he'll reveal a thing. He'll reveal a thing to you. And you ain't got to feel it to get it, right? You got to just get it. You just got to get it and take it and say, this is the word of the Lord. Can I share something with you? Sometimes we'll wait. We got to have a own feeling. I ain't just feeling that. And it's not about you just feeling something. Uh, the word of the Lord is wise, whether you feel something or not. Like just on for real, the word of the Lord is wise, whether you feel something or not. And we'll say, well, I ain't feel that. And we won't take no wisdom from it. And it's like, whether you feel something or not, the word of the Lord is infallible and true. <laughs> it's, it's infallible and true. You ain't got to feel it. You ain't got to, it ain't got to give you no goosebumps. It ain't got to be spooky. You ain't got to have 15 confirmations, 10 prophecies, the windows open up, the door slam back and forth, your car be on flat for you to receive the word of the Lord as your wisdom. You ain't got to have no judgment come against you. You ain't got to have nobody confirm for you. The word of the Lord is your wisdom, whether you feel the word of the Lord or not. We've been so used to emotions and feelings and goosebumps that we won't stay consistent and we become complacent because we feel like something don't apply. All the word applies to you. All the word applies to you. All the word applies to you. It, it ain't based on no feelings. You might need revelation. You might need some revelation in the area. You need revelation. You might need it to be revealed. You might need to get some understanding. You might need some more knowledge in that area. But all the word applies to you. But that don't apply to me. All the word applies to you. So if it's a, a commandment, if it's a do not, if it's a wisdom in Proverbs, it, it applies to you. You ain't got to have no feelings for it to apply to you. And a lot of times we'll push back from the table. Come on now. He prepares the table before me in the presence of my enemy. Sometimes you'll push back from the table because you ain't got no goosebumps or no feelings behind something. And it's not about goosebumps and it's not about feelings. It's about that I'm going to take the word of the Lord to be true. Even when the word is bringing me correction, even when the word is telling me to become more wise, even when the word is saying, sit down, rest, whatever the word, if you will pray in the Holy Spirit, we've been talking about praying in spirit, praying in tongues, um, operating the full baptism of the Holy Spirit and take your time and rest and let the word just chill and chill in the word. 
It'll give you everything you need. It'll give you everything you need and it'll build a confidence in you even when you're feeling weak. And that's kind of what I want to talk to you about this morning. We're going to get started in this today. Hey, if you're not subscribed to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com, I told you I don't want to spend a whole lot of time um, on announcements. Thank you for all of you who sold in to Feed the Streets. We fought so... um, you can see information about that. Uh, Bible study is tomorrow. Uh, the website, being subscribed to the website will give you, make sure you well connected to LMJ Ministries. And then you won't have to say, how did I miss that? So go subscribe. We're not going to spam you. We're not going to blow you up. Just go to the website. There'll be a pop-up that comes up. It'll say subscribe. Put Lakeisha M. Johnson. Put your email address in there. Hit send, and you can get uh, the you can get the devotionals, the written devotionals. But you can also get all of LMJ Ministries announcements today. That's all the time I want to spend time because I want to spend more time eating and chewing on the word. So when I woke up this morning, I heard two things: one, to pray for widows, which we did. We prayed for every widow. If you know a widow, can you please take some time to pray for her or him today? Most people don't understand how the enemy tries to use our grief to keep us in a stuck place. Um, so if you know of a widow, pray for widows today. Um, spend time, check on them. It's biblical, it's scriptural. There's a blessing attached if you make a decision to take care of the widow. It's just so much, that's it's biblical. Uh, somebody did something for me the other day and I reminded them, I said, you just honored God and just doing what you did for me and you don't even realize it, right? Because that's scriptural to take care of the widows. So make sure you check on your widows today. I don't care how long they've been widowed. I don't care if it's your grandma and she got widowed in 1981. Check on her today. Do it for me. Do me a favor and share the video right now. So um, this morning, and the second thing, let me get into the second thing. The second thing that I heard this morning is I hear, I just kept hearing, I hear the abundance of the sound of rain. Like I hear the sound of rain. I just kept hearing that this morning. And I was like, okay, Lord, where does this coming from? And you know, I like to take everything to the commentaries. I like to go, I just kept hearing, I hear the sound of rain. I hear the sound of rain. I hear the abundance of the sound of rain. And so we're going to trek through this as long as the Lord, we're going to chew a little off on a little bit of this today. I hope you got your pens, your pencils. You can share the video right now. If you need some faith and encouragement, then this is definitely your message for today. I'm going to set the scene for you so you understand what's going on. I can't go back and read everything, um, but I'm going to just kind of give you the scene of where they are. Um, scripture portions are coming from 1 Kings 18, 41 through 46. We're also looking at James um, 5, 16 and 18. And there's some significant things here. See, they've been in a drought. I be trying not to yell because I don't want to wake up my boys and my neighbors. See, they've been in a drought. And I'm talking about it's been dry. I'm talking about it ain't been, it's been barren. Uh, it ain't been no water, uh, which means their crops have probably failed, which means their animals are probably not producing milk like they need to come on Holy Spirit. The milk like they need to produce, uh, let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart be acceptable. Come on Holy Spirit and teach you this thing. So there's something more, more way significant more going on here because there's been a drought and because there's been a drought, 
right? Um, a lot of things are affected by the drought. And a lot of times we just, oh, it was no rain. No, the lack of rain, um, the lack of, of barrenness signifies the thing. There's so many things that are connected to when something is dry, when something is barren, when something is consume. And so right now I need you to understand that this is a very, very, very dry place. This is a very dry time. Ain't nothing producing right now. They need to see rain. They need rain. They need rain. Like they need rain. And so first Kings 18, 41 and 46 says, and Elijah said to Ahab, right? Now it's dry. Now, for those of you who have never been in a dry place, you may not get this. For those of us that have been in a dry place, you'll understand how significant this is. See, when something is dry, when your bank account looks small, when your gas tank is only got a quarter of gas in it, when your refrigerator only has a little bit of food and one loaf of bread and you don't get paid to the next week or the next session or the next season, when your relationships are in dry places, when you seem to can't reach uh, people, right? When you are in a dry place. And when you are in a dry place, it looks very different. See, when you're in a dry place, even though you may believe God, your faith may still be wavering. When you're in a dry place, you, you, y'all moving ahead of me. You're moving ahead of me. When you are in a dry flat place, your faith may still be wavering. It, it's not that you don't trust God. It's just it ain't rained in so long that it's hard for you to see God in this circumstance or this situation. It's hard for you to see God in this relationship. Come on, Holy Spirit. It's hard for you to see God in your finances. It's hard to, for you to see God in your purpose. And it's hard for you to see God around you. And it's hard for you to see God because you've been praying and you've been trying to be steadfast and you've been pressing in and you've been leaning in. But when you are in a dry place, I want somebody to say, come on, dry place. When you are in a dry place, um, it's hard to understand what may be happening next. It's hard to see what may be happening next. And the reason is, is because you are in a dry place. <laughs> you are in a dry place. When you are in a dry place, it's, it's hard for you to conceive when people are telling you, um, Oh, be hopeful and be up and be there and trust the word of God because you are in a drop place. And unless you've been not, come on, Jess, unless you haven't been in a drop place, you won't get it. Yeah. In a drop place, there's absolutely nothing growing. <laughs> Everything is barren. I'm talking about you can blow and du dust will change. And I don't know. See, I've been in a dust storm. I've been in a sand storm. When the wind blows in the dry place, sand, come on, Holy Spirit, sand gets in your eyes. And when sand gets in your eyes, you get cloudy. Um, your eyes will burn. Your throat is chucked, uh, uh, choked up. That's what it looks like when you are in a dry place. But if you ain't never experienced a dry place, it's probably a little bit hard for you to understand and conceive what a dry place will look like. And so they are in a very, 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 very dry place. They are in a very dry place. This is a very dry place. So it's first Kings 18, 41 and 46. And Elijah said to Ahab, go eat and drink for there is the sound of a heavy rain. So Ahab followed what the prophet said. He went off to eat and drink, but Elijah climbed to the top of Carmel, Mount Carmel, bent down to the ground and put his face 
between his knees. Go and look towards the sea, he told his servant. And when he went up and looked, he said, there is absolutely nothing there. There's nothing there. I don't see the prophecy. I don't see the word. I don't hear the prayers. I don't see the manifestation. He said, there's nothing there. Seven times Elijah said, go back. The seventh time the servant reported, I see a little bitty cloud. Like I see a little evidence that God is moving. I see a little piece of God. I got a little bit of extra change. I got a little bit more in my gas tank today. I, I, I got a phone call that I needed from my daughter. They gave me the interview. I see a cloud. I see a little bitty tiny cloud. I see it's small. It's it's rising. Come on, Holy Spirit. I see a tiny, tiny cloud. It's a little cloud. It ain't a big cloud. I see a little bit of momentum, right? I, I think somebody dropped some seed off in my hand. Somebody cash apped me unexpectedly. I see a little bit of God in this dry place. I see a little momentum. I see a little bit of change. I see a little bit of suddenly. I see a little bit of something going on. He said, so Elijah said, go and tell Ahab, hitch up your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. Meanwhile, the sky grew black with clouds. The wind rose. A heavy rain started falling and Ahab rode off to Jezebel. The power of the Lord came on Elijah and tucking his cloak into his belt, he ran ahead. That's why I told you something about the glory of God. When the glory of God is present in the situation, then the power of the Lord can make you do some. It can make you endure. It can give you supernatural strength. It will make you carry on. It will make you push past your place. It'll make you have hope. It'll make you have faith. It'll give you good energy. It'll change a thing. You ain't got to do absolutely nothing with the glory of God. You just got to be steadfast, immovable, and abiding in his word. Okay, let me switch over to James 5, right? Let me switch over to James 5, 16 and 18. Next part of this, it says, therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Elijah was a human being. Even as we are, he prayed earnestly that it would not rain and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. And then again, he prayed and the heavens gained rain and the earth produced rain the earth produced rain so i just so come on now i hear the sound of rain we ain't even at the rain yet we i need to deal i need to deal with your faith when it's in a dry place I need to deal with your faith this morning when it's in the dry place. I need to deal with your faith when it's in a dry place because it's easy to get encouragement. My God, it's easy to get encouragement. It's easy to be in a certain position. It's easy to be in church. It's either easy to be a rhythm. It's easy to hear um, a prophecy, but I got to deal with your faith in a dry place. I got, got to, un I got to help you understand that I get it when you say it's, it's not that I don't believe God. It's not that I don't trust God, but it's been so dry. It's been so dry. It's been so consuming. It's been so overwhelming. It's been so uh, downtrodden, Lakeisha. I'm trying to hold on. I'm trying to stay steadfast. I'm trying to keep my eyes on Jesus. It's been so, and it's not that I don't believe. I just need the Holy Spirit to help me when I'm with my unbelief. I just need the Holy Spirit to help me with my unbelief. It was a prayer of faith 
right? That we're going to see this thing change and move. I need you to, I need you to jump over to Matthew for me. And I need to read a little bit of something for you this morning. Jesus was dealing with a very difficult demon boy, right? And the, they had brought him and they were like, he couldn't, they couldn't cast out this mute spirit. And he's talking to the father. We're going to Matthew. Uh, we're going to my God ninth and we're going to skip to uh, the 19th verse through the 27th verse. He said, he answered him and said, Oh, faithless generation, because the disciples were not able to cast the demon out. How long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring them to me. Then they brought him to him. And when he saw him immediately, the spirit convulsed and he fell on the ground and wallowed foaming at the mouth. So he asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said from childhood and often he has thrown him into both into the fire and into the water. So whatever this demonic possession was, whatever this thing that had been on this little boy, it had been trying to destroy him since he was little. It had been trying to destroy him since he was little. It had been trying to attack the anointing on his life. It had been trying to come against his purpose. It had been trying to come against his future. It had marked him mute. It wouldn't allow him to speak. It wouldn't allow him to take authority in Christ Jesus. It wouldn't allow him to see his worth. It wouldn't allow him to see his value. And I'm pretty sure that the people that are around him are operating in the same way. See, when you're in a dry place, people know you're in a dry place. And sometimes people will focus more on your dry place than they will on the rhythm of God. So he said from childhood. Come on now. From childhood, he has been mute. From childhood, he has been afflicted. From childhood, he has been consumed. From childhood, he has been gone through the place. He said often he has thrown from both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. See, come on now. Come on, Holy Spirit. You thought all the things that you had experienced through childhood was just things happening to you, but it was the assignment of the enemy. This is a prophetic word for somebody today. This is an this is a prophetic word. It was the assignment of the enemy trying to kill your purpose. That's why they isolated you. That's why they molested you. That's why they talked about you. That's why they dogged you out. It was an assignment of the enemy from childhood trying to keep your purpose from manifesting because he knew without a doubt that if he could mute you, he knew without a doubt that if he could mute you, he knew without a doubt if he could keep you from believing, he knew without a doubt if he could leave you in one barren, dry state, right? That you wouldn't walk big, that you wouldn't talk big, that you wouldn't understand your righteousness, that your mama and everybody else would give up on you. He knew that if he could mute you, that you wouldn't fulfill your purpose. Come on now, from childhood, y'all gotta see this thing. He said, he said from childhood, and he said, and often he has thrown him both in the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, this is the father calling out. If you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, if you can believe. And I'm saying to you today, I'm saying to you today, come on now, if you can believe, yeah, Juana, if you can believe, if you can believe all things are 
possible. All things are possible. Can I tell y'all something? Anytime, come on, Holy Spirit, um, a casualty occurs against your body, like molestation or abuse that is a very unchild, a young child, devastation, and all these things that happen against, especially your physical body. Because once it happens against your physical body, there's uh, your physical body remembers trauma differently. And so if the assignment of the enemy could come against your physical body, he knows that your physical body is going to remember trauma differently, right? He's going to remember trauma differently. And he knows that if you're traumatized in that particular place, then you're going to become mute. And when you become mute, you won't walk in your authority. And if people around you leave you connected and at the place of your trauma, you really won't walk to your authority. If you ain't got no praying grandmother and no mother that hears from God and somebody that understands your purpose and able to properly cover you, then you will stay in a mute place. Come on now, you'll stay in a mute place. He said, if you can believe all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately, the father of the child cried out and said, said with tears, Lord, I believe you. I just need you to help me with my unbelief. He said, I believe you. I just need you to help me with my unbelief. And I'm telling you, just ask him to help you with your unbelief. It's not that you ain't been believing God. It's just areas that have been so dry. It's just been so dry. It's just been so consuming. It's just been overwhelming. It's just taking your breath and you just couldn't speak. It's not that you don't believe God. It's not that you don't love God. It's not that you don't need to see the hand of God. It's just you need to ask to help him to help you with your unbelief. This, this is the way that you get connected. It's just, I need to, I, it's not that I don't love you. It's not that I don't want to serve you. It's not that I don't want to push past this barren place. It's not that I don't want to be wet. It's not that I don't want to walk in purpose, Lord God. It's not that I don't trust you. It's not that I'm faithless. Lord, I just need you to help me with my unbelief. I need you to help me with this. I cannot do this by myself. I need you to help me with my unbelief. It's not rebellion. It's not, it's not rejection. It's not a rejection of the promise. It's not that you don't believe the promise. It's not that you don't believe the word true. It's just, you got to help have the help of the Holy spirit in this next season. And you got to ask the God, you got to desire it and you got to take it by faith and ask the Lord. I need you to help me with my unbelief because can I tell you something? As soon as you are, um, See, a lot of times we can be unconscious um, of our unbelief. We are not even conscious that we don't believe God in a particular area. And so all you need to see, see, if you go back to where Elijah said, and he said, I only see a cloud of the size of the man's hand. All you need is just a little bit of faith, something to unlock. See, when you see it, when a suddenly comes, I don't care how small, you got to ask the Holy Spirit to give you eyes to see when a suddenly comes, when a little door unlocks. When somebody calls you back for an interview, when you see a little change of the wind blowing, that's your cloud. That's your cloud. That's your cloud. That's your cloud. That's your sign. When you see a little favor start happening, when you see something change, that's your sign. That's your cloud. And anywhere where you've been unconscious, just ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, help me with my unbelief. And if you read the next part of that, any part of the scripture, it says, when Jesus saw that the people came running together, can I tell you something? This prophetic word for you, right? Can I tell you this? And I mean this. He said, when he saw the people come running together, some of y'all have been through something so intense that God has got to do it big. He, he going to wait till all eyes on you. I believe in this. He needs to do it big. So people will know without a doubt that God did this for you. 
with all eyes on you, when the attention is in the right place, he said they came running together. Then Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, deaf and dumb spirit, I command you to come out of him. It's got to be a spectacle. It's got to be a sign. If you just see the cloud, if you just see the new job, if you just see the opportunity, if you see what's happening, and if you ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, help me with my unbelief, I promise you God will do you and do what you need him to do for you. You just need help. You just need help with your unbelief. You just need help with your unbelief. You need God to help you see this the way he sees this thing, to give you strength, to understand grace, to understand his mercy. When you see the cloud, that's the sign. When you see the cloud, when you see a little bit, when you get a little bit more energy, when you feel a little bit better, when you see a little bit more favor, when you see things begin to trickle, when you see the water dripping, that's your sign. That's your sign. Just ask the Holy Spirit. Good. I'm glad you did that. You need to receive this word today. When we receive it by faith, it can be activated in our life. You just need to ask the Holy Spirit. Help me with my unbelief. That's it. That, that's all y'all need today. You need to just chew on that today. Holy Spirit, Father, we thank you for your word. I thank you for your people today. I thank you for a right now blessing, a turned around situation. I thank you, Father God, that the prophetic word today and I I receive it for my own life by faith. I thank you, Father God. All eyes on me. Soon as all eyes are on him, he's going to do something. My God, I thank you for directing our steps. I thank you for ordering us for purpose. I thank you for the glory of God on their lives today. I thank you that the angels are going before us, Lord God. I thank you that heaven and earth adores us, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, for victory in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, that you are the catalyst for change in our lives today and that we begin to hunger and thirst after you like never before. I thank you that the eyes of your understanding and heart and hope and call of your people in Christ Jesus is manifesting now. I bind up every stronghold, my God, and cast it back to the pits of hell from which they came. And we thank you for Jesus. 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 We thank you, Waymaker, Father God. Father, we pray, Father, right now for the lost soul, for anybody who has not received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, that this is your opportunity. Don't wait another minute. That this is your opportunity. Don't wait another minute. Take the challenge. <laughs> Take the challenge. Receive Christ as Lord and Savior today. I promise you, some of the stuff you've been struggling with, consumed with, overwhelmed with, once in Christ Jesus, it'll begin to come off you. Once in Christ Jesus, it'll begin to come off. It's part of your righteousness. It's part of your righteousness. My God, I love you so much. But more than that, God loves you more than you can ever imagine. Go get connected to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. I'll see y'all back here in the morning. But more than anything, go be loved today. Ask the Father to show you his love. Ask the Father to fill you with Holy Spirit. We're going to see the power of Elijah through a prayer. We're going to see the power of Elijah in prayer. It's not that you don't believe. It's that just you've been unconscious to your unbelief. Ask the Lord to show you, to help you with your unbelief. In Jesus' name, amen. I love y'all. I'll see y'all in the morning at 5 a.m. Peace. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.